You Can Handle Anything, episode number 283. Can you imagine being able to handle anything? And by that, I mean actually being able to deal with the difficult situations in your life without blaming, complaining, or losing control. Hi, this is Shira Gura, and I know firsthand what it feels like to get hijacked by your emotions. But I also know that being able to control your emotions in the moment is the most empowering way to live. In this podcast, you will learn how to handle everyday emotional situations so you can build your relationships instead of sabotage them, and that includes your relationship with yourself. Thank you so much for tuning in, and now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. So I hope you are doing well and into the swing of fall. Although I don't know where you live, but I can tell you here in Israel, we don't really feel the fall season. And I say that with a touch of sadness because fall is actually my favorite season. As a kid, I always loved watching the leaves of the trees change color and then raking them all up when they fell to the ground. My sister and my brother and I would make games out of raking the leaves up into huge piles and then jumping into the piles and giggling about how fun it was. And then we would remake, you know, the leaf pile over and over again, as long as we were doing the work that our dad asked us to do. And we would do that for hours. And I miss the fall. I really do. Because here in Israel, it goes from like ridiculously hot. And that feels like it could last for, I don't know, nine months to like one day, all of a sudden, it's like winter, which is mild here anyway. But what I'm trying to say is that we don't really have the fall experience like the one I grew up with. But What we do experience here in a very strong way that I didn't necessarily experience growing up are the fall holidays. And I'm not just talking about the Jewish New Year, which usually falls in September, and then the Day of Atonement, which is Yom Kippur, and that comes like 10 days later. But I'm also talking about Sukkot, which is the holiday of the booths, which lasts seven days, plus other ones. And so I'm trying to think of like the best adjective to describe this time of year here. It's like school starts September 1st, and then on the 25th, at least this year, they have no school for a few days, and then they go back to school just for a couple of days, and then they have off again for a couple of days, and then they have off again for like 10 days. And if you didn't grow up with this, even if you did grow up with it, it feels kind of nutty. Like, how can you start the new year and then immediately have like a month-long break, because that's what it feels like. It almost doesn't even make sense to start school. And the truth is, I do think there was once discussions in the government about changing when school starts to make it, you know, after the holidays, although nothing came out of that. But the truth is, after the holidays is a phrase that people use here all the time, right? Like, oh, the baseball games? Yeah, that starts after the holidays. Oh, your music lessons? After the holidays. The permanent school schedule after the holidays. It's kind of a crazy way to live for about a month because everything feels so unstable and so up in the air. Now, why am I sharing all of this with you? Well, because I kind of wanted to illustrate how easy it is to push projects and goals, right, that you're working on to the side for the sake of waiting until, quote unquote, after the holidays or whatever excuse we tend to tell ourselves. And, you know, even if you don't live here, and even if you don't celebrate the holidays where you live, what I want you to consider is how you might be doing this in your life. 
Like you set an intention to do something, whether that's exercising or going on a diet or working to build a relationship, and you start out with the best of intentions and you're so excited in that moment and you're so motivated and then boom, you make an excuse of why you'll just start tomorrow. We all do this and it is incredibly important to talk about because when you do this, you self-sabotage. Now, here's the thing. You may not be aware when you do that. So for the sake of this making sense in your life, I'd like you to bring to mind something that you've worked on in the past. Like you started something, but you didn't necessarily stay with it until you accomplished it. Can you think of something right now? So what happens? Why do we self-sabotage? Well, the answer is really easy, actually. And the answer is your lower brain. I've talked this many times on the podcast in the past, but for the sake of all of us being on the same page, let's just do a quick review. Your brain has two parts, the lower brain, which is also known as the primitive brain or the caveman brain, and your upper brain. Your lower brain is the oldest part of your brain, and hence it's the strongest part, and it's always going to rule unless you manage it. And by ruling, this is what I mean. In any given situation, whether you're at work, you're in a conversation with someone, you're building a new habit, your brain is either going to avoid pain, seek pleasure, or be as efficient as possible. It's always going to be attracted to those three things. And let me give you an example of each so that you understand what I mean. So let's say I'm working on building a habit of walking 30 minutes a day. Quite naturally, without my brain asking me to do this, my brain is going to avoid pain, for example, by not choosing to go on a walk too early in the morning because maybe I'll be too tired, or maybe I'll choose not to go on a walk because it's raining and I don't want to get wet. So that's an example of my brain avoiding pain. Now, how does it seek pleasure? Well, for example, let's say I wake up in the morning and I'm thinking about that morning walk and instead of going out on the walk, because it's going to be difficult, right? I'm going to have to exert energy. I'd rather sleep in, right? That's more pleasurable to my brain than walking. And then how about the example of the brain being efficient? Well, the brain likes to stay in patterns. It likes to always think what it already knows because otherwise it's going to have to expend unnecessary energy to think new thoughts. And the brain doesn't want to do that because it wants to stay efficient. So in this specific case, maybe that would look like, you know, the brain um, going upstairs and preparing for dinner or preparing for lunch or whatever it is. And, you know, it's thinking it's being efficient because it's getting things done, but it's not doing what I actually want it to do. Now, of course, this is just one example. What would be great is if you could see how you can find yourself in those three concepts, avoiding pain, seeking pleasure, and being efficient, because the more self-aware you are of how you might self-sabotage, the more chances you're going to have in not doing that. It's really our unawareness of what we do that hurts us the most. Because either way, you're making a choice and you're choosing to self-sabotage deliberately or you're choosing without doing that on purpose, right? Like you might not even be aware that you stopped working towards the goal that you set out to achieve. And this, by the way, is exactly what we do inside of my community, the Living Deliberately Circle, where on October 2nd, by the way, as a community, each of us is going to set a 90-day deal 
And we're going to go through the process of living in integrity with our word and watching how the lower brain is going to try to sabotage us. And each of us is going to use the tools that I teach in my training to manage the lower brain and really strengthen the upper brains so that we can be deliberate in our choices and with staying on the path that we actually want to be on. And if you wanna go on that 90-day deal with me alongside an amazing community of women who are practicing to live their lives deliberately, head over to my website to enroll before October 2nd because that way you'll join the live workshop where we're actually going to create our deals together because this month's workshop is only for the members of my community. Okay, so as I mentioned, I'm heading into a very intense time where we will be celebrating a lot of holidays this month. And my kids are gonna be off from school for many days and it's going to be easy for my brain to self-sabotage things. Take this podcast, for example. I broadcast a new episode each Tuesday, but this coming Tuesday is a holiday. So what am I going to do? Well, I was talking to my husband who said to me, Shira, skip a week, what's the big deal? And my response to him was, skip a week? No, I made a commitment to myself when I started this podcast five years ago that I would broadcast a new episode every week, rain or shine. And he was like, but Shira, you're allowed to take a vacation. People will understand. And what I said back to him was, okay, first of all, I can always take a vacation. But in order to take that vacation, I'll need to prepare this podcast ahead of time and schedule it to go out automatically on Tuesday so I don't have to worry about it so that I can enjoy my vacation. And I also said to him, you know, this isn't about people understanding. This is about my word to myself. Now, I don't think he totally agreed with me. But I think that's just because he doesn't see the importance of this podcast in my life and in my work. Because if I were to say to him, oh, hubby, don't worry about running for two days when it's the holiday. You know, you can skip that. I know for sure how he would react to that. He would never skip a day of his running schedule. And that's because he made a word to himself. And he has a lot of integrity around that. And he doesn't self-sabotage which is one of the things I love and respect about my husband. He is such a great role model in that way. Here's another example. The live weekly gatherings that I offer to the members of my Living Deliberately Circle take place on Sundays and on Tuesdays. As the community grows, I will likely offer even more weekly gatherings, but for now, the members of the community have a choice to either attend either or both of the gatherings each week. So what's the problem? Well, this month, most of the holidays fall on Tuesdays this year. And while it would be so much easier and so much more efficient to simply apologize because it's not my fault how the calendar falls this year, right? And explain that it's only a few sessions that we're gonna miss. I'm not doing that. I'm showing up. I'm offering more gatherings on different days where the holidays don't fall. And I'm doing this because I gave my word to my students that I would be showing up twice a week. Here's another example. Take the retreat that I'm leading in November. Right now, about half the rooms are filled so far. And in order to run the retreat, I need to fill the rest of the rooms. Now, what is my brain doing at this point? My brain is telling me, cancel the retreat. Because if you cancel the retreat, 
you will avoid the pain of trying to figure out how are you going to get the rest of the rooms filled, right? Because if I don't fill those rooms, my brain is going to feel like a failure. Can you see that? My brain is basically saying, Shira, play it safe. Cancel the retreat and everything's going to be fine. But of course, that's not happening either because I made a commitment to myself and to the other women who already signed up. And so instead of letting my brain hijack this retreat, I'm managing my brain and I'm showing up and I'm doing exactly what I need to do to publicize this retreat and fill all of the rooms. And I know I will. Like it's a non-negotiable. Like it's not a matter of if I'll fill the rooms, but when. Like you take on an attitude that you keep your word until you reach success. And you do that not to prove that to anyone, except to prove to yourself that you can actually keep your word, because that's essentially what living deliberately is all about. It's about building your relationship with yourself, putting a word out there and showing up exactly as you said. And you can do this. You just have to be equipped with tools and you've got to work on strengthening what I call the moment muscle, because unless you know how to handle the emotional moments that come up along that journey, you will likely never be able to live deliberately because as I mentioned earlier, your lower brain is always going to try to sabotage you. Not because it wants to do you any harm, but rather it's doing that to protect you and to keep you away from pain and suffering. When you think about it, it's a very backwards way to live. But if you really take a moment to try to understand the brain, you're going to understand there's actually a lot of sense behind it. Because if you think of where the brain originated from, right, from caveman times, the lower brain worked wonders to keep us out of pain when we were running away from lions and tigers. The problem is we are not running away from real lions and tigers in the time that we're living in right now. We're just running away from perceived lions and tigers, but we're still reacting as if they are real lions and tigers. In other words, the brain hasn't caught up to that message yet. And it truly believes that the obstacles you are facing are real life and death threats. And so it reacts accordingly. And it really is your responsibility to update your brain on what's really going on so that you can live a deliberate life according to your word and really create the life that you want to live. Trust me, it will not happen any other way. So again, I would like to invite you to think about a situation or a goal or something that you're working on and consider where you can show up. Maybe you can notice where your brain might be sabotaging you, avoiding pain, seeking pleasure, or just being efficient, which likely is limiting your possibilities for success. Where can you consider managing your brain and showing up nonetheless? As uncomfortable as that might feel in the moment to deal with all of those difficult emotions that arise, where can you consider that you can handle that and keep showing up? Okay, my dear friends, If you are celebrating holidays this month, and even if you're not, I want to wish you only the best as you move forward towards living deliberately. If you'd like to go on this journey of life together with me, as opposed to doing it alone, 
head over to my website to enroll in my group coaching program and you can get started right away. I promise you, you will never look back. Like one of the members of my community, she just said to me the other day, this group is all about living and you don't finish until you're done living. I loved when she said that and it's so true because it's not necessarily about reaching a goal and being done with it. It's about reaching wherever it is you wanna go and then raising the bar and then raising the bar again and again as you evolve yourself forward towards the person that you want to become. It is an amazing journey and I sincerely hope you consider joining me. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And remember, you can handle anything. Hello? Hello? Oh, hi. You're one of my podcast listeners and you wanted to talk to me about being able to handle something in your life. Well, As you know, this is a podcast, so it's kind of like a one-way conversation, but it doesn't have to be like that. When you enroll in my group coaching program, Emotionally Equipped for Life, you will not only have lifetime access to all of my teachings on the tools that I created, you'll have a dedicated community of women who are practicing to handle the everyday emotional situations in their lives, and you'll actually have the opportunity to meet me live each week and getting coached on being able to handle anything. You can sign up right now by heading over to my website, shiragura.com forward slash enroll. Or if you'd like some more details, click the link in the show notes for this podcast to watch my free class. And then you can sign up from there. I can't wait to see you on the other side.